so welcome back to another episode of the Black Create Connect podcast with myself, the host, Alicia Latoya. And I'm here with an amazing guest called James Mercer. Yeah, correct. I've got your name correctly. Founder of Tape, which is a new social media platform. So watch out. Watch out. How you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It's been a mental week. Uh, Like, I didn't think that I knew doing stuff for this would take a lot out of me in terms of like um, how much work I have to put in. Mm. And this is just like the start. Um, mm. But it is, yeah, it's a lot. But mm. it's different work because like when it's something that you feel so passionate about, it doesn't feel like work in a sense. So I'm the type of person that it might be like, say, late night, two in the morning, and I've got something in my head and I'll just get up and I'll just start working on it. Do you know what, right? It's crazy. So just for context, James actually recently announced that he is the full-time founder of his company, Tape. So he's talking about, I guess, the process and what it's kind of been like. And it's crazy what you're saying about um, ideas and when you get them. Mm. I agree. I think that you do get ideas in the most random... I get a lot of ideas on the toilet. Yeah. Um, when you're showering. Showering's my number one. <laughs> number one. I had a couple of ideas in the shower this morning. So. Oh, is it? What kind of <laughs> No, no. I, clean, I, I, clean, yeah, yeah, clean, 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 <laughs> clean ideas. So but no, honestly, like, that's why I, I'm a huge advocate of, like, we were talking earlier about creative spaces and environments and being in places that are just, mm. it's comfortable and cosy for you to feel relaxed. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Let's go on to you because we're going to just go on and talk. So let's start backwards, actually. Usually when I have guests on my podcast, I start off with when the early years and walk up. But mm. I want to understand more about tape, about yeah. your current company, you know, why you founded it, like mm. how it started. So tell me, like, where did it all begin? Okay, I'm going to tell you the story. Like, I feel like, yeah, I'm going to tell you the story properly, if that makes sense. Okay. So, like, I was at work. Yeah, and um, like I work in social media. Mm-hmm. So um, for the start, like I've, I've been working in PR companies, if I'm gonna be honest with you. And um, when I when I left university, I wanted to work in PR. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I did a sociology degree. Mm-hmm. I, I said like sociology, it's like those kind of subjects and talking about those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And then I learned, I, had, I did a module where they spoke about public relations. And I thought, okay, like that's something that like has such a big effect on what we do on a day to day basis. And what do you mean by that? So public relations, like mm. I don't know if people actually people I hope yeah. they know what it means. Explain it for those that don't. Yeah. So it's like um it's campaigns that just take a bit more thought than the usual. I can't explain it. It's not advertising. So it's a lot of like Advertising, they call it above the line, where public relations stuff, they'll call it below the line. Mm-hmm. So it might be something like um, uh, they'll create like a, um, a stunt that everybody can see. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, it'll be on newspapers, mm. on a news cycle for a certain period of time. And there'll be people that actually work in the companies that will be making sure that uh, journalists and that sort of stuff mm. take these mm. stories and put them on papers and mm. have this conversation this narrative going for a period of time mm. and it'll be planned as well so that happens it's, it's, it's well thought through and um i just I, I like i saw so when i learned about that in university i thought mm. okay this is something that's really cool it's something that is not seen that much in our community 
and not many people in our community are like, no, oh, I want to get, yeah, I want to get into that. Mm. And I feel like uh, one of my perspective at the time was the perspective of our community mm. by others and ourselves was really bad. And the only way we could really change that mm. was through PR. Mm. So that, that's the reason why I wanted to get into it. Mm. So when I did get into it, um, it was very different from what I thought it was going to be. Tell as, me. As you, as you expect. It's just, is is like when you start at the bottom, it's quite admin based. Quite? Oh, okay. Very. Tedious. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing is, yeah, the yeah. young people coming in now is probably not as admin based as it was for us. Listen, young people coming in now yeah. have egos. Yeah. They want to come in straight to management executive. And I'm like, do you know what we did to yeah. get to where we are? Yeah. Honestly. But, but the thing is, the way companies work now is that it's not necessarily impossible for some. It isn't. So it isn't. I, I wouldn't necessarily, I w- me personally, I wouldn't discourage young persons for trying to do that. But at the same time, what I would say is it's good to learn what, people have done and what they do do at the bottom because mm. when you're giving instructions to others mm. it's hard to give instructions when you haven't done what you're giving instructions it's, to well do. that's the thing because i i actually think that i would discourage a young person jet overall of course you have the the random ones that do really well and you know become founders but i'll discourage you from jumping straight into a your own business and a straight to the top i'll tell you but just just for the very same reason you said yeah because there's a process. Of course. Like, I remember when I finished uni, I wanted to go and do my own business straight away. Mm. And I thank Same. God I did not. I mean, <laughs> may- maybe it would have worked out, but yeah. I had so much learning to do. Yeah. Like, there was so much de- attention to detail that I wasn't paying attention to. Yeah. And, you know, people skills mm. and just cert- certain processes mm. that I wouldn't understand yeah. without learning it from businesses. Of course. Like, and I'm thankful for that now. Mm. At the time, going through it, I was like, why am I doing this? Do you know what I mean? But it, it all makes sense mm, now. Mm, it didn't mm. make sense then. I knew why I was doing it. I said, look, like even my parents told me, I was thinking, look, I need to get in these companies and understand how these companies run mm. so I can run a company myself one day. Mm, mm, mm. And I knew that the whole time. But when you're actually going through it, every moment feels like, why am I doing this? Give me an example. Because <laughs> maybe yeah. some people are listening and thinking, yeah. what are some of these tedious tasks that you remember doing when you just came out of uni that was like, this is not it? Like, I'll tell you what, it's not even tedious tasks, actually. Um, I'll, there are tedious tasks, but I don't want to get into them too deeply because I don't okay. want to put people off too much. But I'll say, example, um, being in a meeting room mm. and you have nothing to offer in that meeting. Yeah. <laughs> So you're meant to just sit down and listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you might say one or two things based on what you, like, what you feel like you could offer um, just to make, you, make yourself not be invisible in the room. Mm. But listening and really taking in what is being said, mm. especially the pe- like, and understanding who's controlling the room here, um, how are they controlling the room, what are they saying, and just understanding all of those small little nuances. Um, at the time... That won't seem valuable, but when it get, comes to the point, when, when things start to move on and start to progress and you get to a point where you're in a, a position that you can use those skills, it will be invaluable because there are certain companies that you work in that won't be as, like you might be in a company right now and thinking, oh, this company is rubbish, like this is, this is crap. Mm. And you go to another company and then 
you use the skills that you got from that company before and you start to realise how far ahead that company was. Yeah. And you're realising that, wow, like those skills that I got and working with that guy before, or this lady yeah. before, like, it sets me apart from everybody else. Yeah, like, these yeah. guys are not ready for me. Do you know what? Even, like, I hear you with the whole meeting observation. I actually had this chat um, in the last episode of Edmund, um, who's also a talent partner as well. And... I still do that now, you know. There's sometimes I go into meetings with people and I still observe and I still listen because sometimes I, I feel like it's okay not to be the person that knows everything in the room mm. and have that learning mindset it's, always. It's an advantage. Yeah. <laughs> because because some because I've I've been on the flip side to that. I've been in meetings mm. where I've been the one that knows what I'm talking about, mm. and that's <laughs> can also. I mean, it can be yeah. frustrating because it's I'm expected to have all the answers and there's no one's talking. Everyone's just like, Alicia, what do you think? I'm like, oh, goodness. It's all like, it's pressure, <laughs> you know? It's but is okay, my perspective on it is that it works two ways mm. um, in the sense that if you're the person that knows the most, in, if you're the person that doesn't know the most in the meeting, mm. um, to think about it, like in a, in a, in a, in a how it helps you is mm. the knowledge that you're getting mm. um, and these knowledge that these people are willing to give you as well mm. like you have to be grateful for that and, yeah. and take as much as you can and um, be thankful but at the same time when you're the person that has the knowledge and you're giving it it's um, it's essentially it's an ego boost if we're going to be real it's, it's, <laughs> it's an ego boost one yeah two, it can be yeah. Yeah. you it's so important to be able to give back because you never know yeah. that what that person that you're giving back to is going to become and what they're going to exactly. do. Exactly, no. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to come back and say, look, I've got a billion, so I'm going to give you a million. Yeah. You don't need to do that. But at the same time, is somebody that you've affected their life and you've helped mm-hmm, their life in a mm-hmm. positive light. And, Honestly. And like... It's a W Honestly. no matter what yeah. you look at it, no matter what way you look at it, it's, it's a win. Yeah. Do you know what? And, and do you know what? On Even on that note, I, f- I feel like you don't need to have you don't need to directly gain something back from someone when you yeah. do give them something sometimes when you know if you speak to people or you give them knowledge of something and they said yeah let's see i managed to complete this project and it helped me with this i'm like that's great i'm happy to hear that for you mm. fantastic doesn't yeah. affect me at all but you know but it's also it's also it also lets you know that you're right so mm. you might be sitting there thinking oh was that the right decision was that the right decision then when you reiterate out your mouth when you tell mm. someone else it puts the dots together at the same time yeah. it makes them understand what you're saying then you start to think you know what I've been thinking about this in the right way the whole yeah, time yeah. It, it it makes you sure about your, yeah. makes you more sure about yourself so you're sure in a word yeah. makes you more sure about yourself yeah. um, so that's why I believe in that so, so tell me okay what are some of the key things just kind of reflecting back in your career yeah. some key things you've learnt within the workplace especially yeah. you know as a black man you're probably yeah. y- usually the minority um, i'm guessing in workplaces course. so yeah. what key things have you learned as a black man in the workplace um one thing i'd say is professionalism to this point that like um just keeping the etiquette like just the, the small things so i remember when i first started working um mm. fresh out of uni I would be bouncing off the walls in terms of like my personality, in terms of how I was like. So I'm still like that. <laughs> but it's the thing. So say like if you yeah, were sitting down on. working, if you were working and you had your head down, I come and say, Alicia, 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 Alicia. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? And you're and like, you'd be like, oh. so, like, I mean, you're destructive. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like 
it's how people, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then you just learn little things about just getting people saying them, look, look, you've got a second, or do you know what I mean? Or just carrying yourself in a certain way mm. that you don't, like you don't distract people, one, and you don't make yourself look stupid as well by the responses that you receive. Um, that's how, one thing. How did you learn that though? That's that, that's an important thing. Does, did someone tell you and pull you up or did you just realise, actually, I'm the only one that acts like this and it's quite destructive? Um, at the start, I was doing it and then if I receive a response that I didn't like, I just, just like, do you know what I mean? I was just a bit mm. mad about it. But then, I, one <laughs> workplace I worked in, yeah, one workplace I worked in, they used to do classes Okay. whereby there would be people there that would actually teach these things. And I like that. Yeah, at, at the, it, was like, it was training. And I was thinking, look, this is just a chance for me to get away from my desk and do something a bit different. But I actually learned quite a lot. I can't remember who the trainer, what the trainer's name was, but she taught me a lot about myself, honestly. Really? Yeah, she really did. How? What did she say? What did she cover? I don't know. The thing is, at the time, you don't necessarily think about how important it is. For honestly, I only realised how important it is right now as yeah. we're speaking. Yeah. But she just covered, like, just workplace etiquette and how to carry yourself around people that are very different from you. Mm. And she actually did tailor the class quite a bit for me at times. Mm. So she knew how to, like... T- pull me aside at times and say, yeah, this is where you st- where your strengths are. This is where you can come in and do that, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. So I was thinking, oh, yeah. And then I started to notice what my strengths were and I just started to play on them as much How as How does she I know? Did she work with you? No, she doesn't. She, she just, just, what she done, she'll, she'll split us in groups and she'll right. see how the group interacts. Oh, right, I see. So, so she's observing yeah, you. Right. Yeah, she was observe, she's observing us. Right. And one thing that I noticed about myself and she said about myself, I wouldn't necessarily, like... I would want to get the best out of everybody in that group. And it doesn't necessarily mean that I wouldn't want to dominate the group. I would only dominate the group in an effort to get the best out of everybody. I wouldn't dominate the group because I want to be like the star of the group. If there's someone that's in the group that wants to be the star, I mm. notice that they want to be the star. So mm. therefore I'd be like, okay, you can deliver the information, mm, but mm, we need mm. to hear what everybody else has got to say as well. Mm. So to make sure that everybody in the group is happy to right, so that's group. your style, that's your leadership style, yeah. Got you, yeah. So, okay. do you know what I mean? To make sure, like, we get something out of everyone, yeah, yeah, only, yeah. Like, my leadership style is you're only as strong as your weakest link. Mm. So, if somebody is weak, everybody mm. should pull together to help that person to be better, exactly. Or the person is not the right fit, exactly. So, that's my perspective on that in general, okay. So, I like that, yeah, it's work etiquette, yeah, etiquette. etiquette. That's number one, mm-hmm. number two, um. The business, like how it makes money, mm. and um, in terms in terms of charging for your time. So, like, if as you get more senior, you're supposed to know how to do the task a lot faster. Mm. So therefore, it's faster and a lot more quality. Mm. So therefore, your time will be charged for more. And mm. I don't think a lot of people know that's how agencies make money, and that's yeah, how it's done. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Some people just think, okay, I'm just here to just do my work and yeah, that. Yeah. But how you do your job is your time and how you use your time your time mm. is money like literally mm, mm. it's not money just for you it's mm. money for the company mm. and they're fully aware of that and it, it made me know how to quote like i learned how to quote i learned how to like how to actually how an agency actually works to actually make money from an agency so i learned that and i i learned that quite early on in my career okay so i was quite lucky with that i learned that before i learned the things that i wanted to learn when i first got for, into the industry for those of us that don't know how agencies actually make money i know you obviously can't give us like a whole 
you know, lesson, mm. but give us like an overview because I'm not, because I've worked in agency, right? And I only did, I only realised when I worked in my last agency, I was like, oh, this is how you guys actually convert cash. Mm. And still, I think they were doing more than they were being paid for as well. I feel like that was like an agency trend that I saw. Like, like uh, over-servicing. Yeah, like I saw that happening yeah. all the time. The thing is... Um, they do over-service, but um, it just depends on how they quote the work and depends on how they organise the work as well. Some agencies get way more money than the time they put in for the work. Some agencies do Really? That. Some agencies is the complete opposite. I'm trying it's, to be like you, agencies. <laughs> way. Uh, yeah. I'm not even going to get into that, but there's a lot of complications, isn't it? But it, it, it's, it's also how an agency PRs itself. Do you get what I mean? Because yeah. if agency PRs itself in a certain way, the clients mm. will see it in a certain way and they can deliver that kind of, well, they can try to deliver that kind of work for the clients. Mm. Um, sorry. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm being heard, <laughs> didn't I? Yeah, they sorry. can try to deliver that sort of work for the clients. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's important, but it's also important how, um, uh, how can I explain? How, yeah, so the quoting, going back to the quoting, mm. it, is, it is vital that you know how long it will take for these people to do the job. Mm. And at the same time, it's good to add a bit more time on top of that for Just contingency. In case, yeah. Because something will go wrong. Yeah. So, do you know what I mean? That you have to do that. If nothing goes wrong, then that's fine, you know? But you've got, you obviously you have to put profit on there. But well, how do you up. quantify for the time? Like, what, like, how do you work, cal- like, calculate it? You just have to just learn. Do you want to give an example? So, if I, if I come yeah. to you as a client, all right, cool. So, I am Black Great Connect, and I would yeah. like for you to do me a PR stunt. Okay. Okay. So just we're, we're doing a little bit of role play here for those mm. that have lost <laughs> us. Um, so and all, what, what else do you need from me? So can you say I'll, I'll probably ask you what stunt do you want? Like what do you want? Like like um, what are you trying to do? What are you trying to get out of the stunt? I, What's the desired outcome? Okay, the desired outcome is for um, people to see black creatives do like their work black creative okay. work yeah okay cool that's just, um we'll probably you'll probably get a brief and okay. you'll probably have to answer every single like thing to the detail right like what needs to be done okay you want to see black creative work blah 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 so then it will go back to the agency mm-hmm. yeah and then uh they'll well the agency the whatever they give you is probably not going to be accurate in terms of what it's going to do but they're gonna to have to do some kind of ballpark rough mm. cost as to how much it would be mm. some agencies will tell you if we over service we'll let you know and you have to pay the extra amount mm. um some agencies will tell you look if you get a certain amount of round of amends mm. if you go over that you have to pay for it as well mm. yeah and um it will be a thing of like they'll they will sketch up time for the ideation period Mm-mm-mm. not all of them would do that but it's something that they should do would be good and they will sketch out time for scoping for the actual meetings to get an actual thing itself okay. and they'll sketch out time for um if there's creative needed um in terms of like um if someone's going to do some design work for you anything like that and they'll um, also put in time for um meetings mm. and then um, reporting and that sort of stuff they'll put in time for like evaluation mm. um and i'm probably missing a few things but i'll say those are the most those are some of the most important things mm. um or time for like selling it in as well to um, newspapers or whatever yeah so have you had to do this within, within your roles because no. you, yeah that's no. the thing cause... i haven't i just know because i just looked and as well i, I asked love questions. That. 
But at the same time, so what I was going to get into is when I first started in that um, industry, I was told that, you know what, this industry is going digital. Yeah, so you need to get into like the digital space and mm-hmm. stuff. So I was like, okay, uh, what is this? Okay, I spend a lot of time on Facebook and that. So <laughs> let me just see, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I ended up going into the digital um, space and going in that, that's when I started to like work on social. At the time, the digital space was digital. So people were people creating websites, people were creating apps, people were creating those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And even like people talking about going into VR and that sort of stuff, mm. like those days. Mm. But it never really popped. So it just became social. Everyone was just doing social campaigns and everything mm. just became social. So then my job just became just about social media. So I started doing social strategy, content strategy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So me working on social media every day, did you ask me how I came up with the idea? And that, mm. um, like, I'll be in the office, yeah, and like people will be on WhatsApp in it and WhatsApp. But these mm. days, I didn't really know about WhatsApp web. It was how, there. How long ago was this? This was ages ago. This is like a good five, six years ago, actually. Okay, WhatsApp web is quite f- yeah newish to me as well. It was around then. Yeah, but I just didn't know about it. Yeah, yeah and I I saw others using it, but I thought I don't know why I didn't do it. Yeah. I thought that I had to like download a program or it takes my data no, or something stupid like that. Do on, be be yeah. on WhatsApp whilst you're working. Yeah. <laughs> but like I was texting and I thought, you know what, yeah, and my friends are sending voice notes. And I couldn't hear the voice notes. Like I couldn't, because I'm at work, I'm not going to take my phone and start oh, listening to the voice got notes. You, got you, yeah. So I couldn't hear it. If I was yeah. on WhatsApp web, I could have played it in the computer, innit? Yeah. But I couldn't hear them. So I was like, oh, what? So one day I had a day off, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I started playing the voice notes. Yeah. And I was, I was, when I was playing the voice notes, like, um, I was enjoying it and I was sending some as well. And I was like, right, so, <laughs> all of this, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know I mean? I was thinking, right, so all of this, like, this is fun. Like, I actually thought this is fun. I know it's like it's small. No, but I love a voice yeah. note. Yeah. I, like, if, if you see my messages as well, yeah. all I do is voice, especially when I'm driving as well. When, yeah. I, when I, look, I look, at, look at a message and I'm like, let me just voice note you. Because I don't really yeah. want to call you. I don't want you to talk back right now. Yeah. I just want to tell you something. Yeah. yeah that's right. Exactly. <laughs> that's it. Exactly. You can get back to whenever you want yeah, to. Yeah. Like, I love a voice note. No, no, one's, no yeah. one's talking over each other on a voice note. Exactly. You just say what you need to say. It's a perfect And you respond how you want to respond. Exactly. They're quite on LinkedIn now, you know that? What? Voice yeah, 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 yeah. Cause I didn't have voice note you on LinkedIn. I swear I voice note you. You might have voice note me, but some, yeah. someone. You, no, it was me. It was me. Was I did you, voice note you. Did you voice yeah. note me? I said, look, just this. I said, this makes sense. I'm uh, gonna send you a voice oh, note. Oh yeah, you did. You yeah, did. Yeah. You did. It was me, yeah. You did. But someone else's voice voice noted me cold. Yeah. Like as a cold cold message. I know, isn't it? It's quite intrusive. That's yeah. It is. <laughs> <laughs> that is intrusive. Voice note is quite a personal. Voice note is personal. When he voice noted me, I was like, and someone sent me a video, like a personal video, and I was yeah. like, intrusive. But oh, wow. Okay. But I tell you what, yeah, um, video is a personal thing, yeah. But if you see like TikTok and Instagram, yeah, mm, mm. they've made vi- videos into something that everyone can see, yeah. And there's a lot of people that send voice notes that are actually really funny, yeah. And I thought that the voice notes I was sending was really were really good. Like, I really liked my voice <laughs> notes I was sending that day. That day I had the day off, so I thought, why not just make a social media platform out of voice notes, yeah. Like, just, you know what I mean? I put a limit yeah. on it, which is 90 seconds, which yeah. I, I found out later through doing um, market research, sending mm. out, see, like, a, a survey and that sort of mm. stuff. Mm. I thought, let me just do, you know what I mean? Let me do that. And mm. every time I mentioned it to people, it wasn't a thing of, like, they were thinking, oh, like, it's, it's almost like, why hasn't someone done that already? 
No, honestly, I think that Twitter should be like a voice noting platform. No, it shouldn't. Oh, no, sorry, 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 sorry. No, I mean, I no, but no, I, there are voices on Twitter. There are. What you can just voice note and then put yeah, it out on the tweet. You can, but the thing about no Twitter, one knows about it. Yeah, well, people done it, but it's just not the thing about Twitter. The behavior of Twitter is um, what do you hmm. call it? Um, yeah, you need to see that, man. I'm curious now. Get on my phone, like okay. Well, no, yeah. The thing about Twitter is that Twitter, the behavior, the behavior of the platform matters. Mm. So the behavior of the platform on Twitter is um, uh, is words. Right, so yeah. people go on Twitter to see words, and yeah. Twitter is such a popular platform. Um, is known for like a certain like you know to get attention in a certain mm, way mm, mm. and it has its own behavior just mm. like instagram has its own mm, behavior. Mm. instagram's own behavior is to um show the best part of yourself that's literally instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. it might not necessarily be accurate yeah, yeah it might be accurate but it's still the best part mm, of yourself mm, it's mm. not like on instagram no one's sending photos of themselves depressed in a corner do you get what I'm saying? Like, no one's going to do that. Some people do. Some people do that, but it's not going to get you that it's not, it's not, Yeah, it's, 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 not, really? it's not common, yeah. Because it's not the behaviour of the platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas on Twitter, the behaviour of the platform, someone might say something controversial or whatever. That's Just retweeted, retweeted. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. That's the behaviour yeah, of the platform. Yeah, yeah. You know, with Facebook, you know, your family, blah, 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 all these things. <sighs> Fa- the, Facebook is a, is a bit... Yeah. Is like... Uh, Diary, yeah, <laughs> but, do you know what I mean? And it's used by it's just old school social media, yeah, now, so people say now, people, yeah. But is um, and TikTok has its own thing as well, like people busting jokes, people selling information. Like all every platform has its own behavior. So, be- before you go on to explain further, by the way, yeah. about behaviors, what's your favorite social media platform at the moment? Out of all of them, what's your favorite? M- remember, there's been MySpace, there's been the Bieber's, yeah. there's been the Clubhouse, yeah. the house parties, yeah. which has been your ultimate. And do you remember Vine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it for the Vine. Yeah. Do it for the Vine. That was, yeah, yeah, so. that was, that was, oh, Twitter killed Vine. But anyway, yeah, okay, my favorite, I'll, I'll be really honest with you, my favorite is tape. <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> so I'm not joking, I'm not joking. Okay, but, okay, so take number one, what's number two? Number two, uh, what I'm enjoying right now, yeah, I'm actually, like, I never thought I would say this. I never thought I would say this, but I'm actually enjoying TikTok quite a bit. I'm okay. enjoying it quite a bit um, because the content on there is just more valuable. Like, for me in general. I, I agree. So I actually prefer I to use it, that like, completely. So Instagram, before TikTok, um, it was, like, mm. probably my best one that I liked. Mm. But um, Instagram is probably, like, second... In terms of like really valuableness for me, the content really okay, yeah. Okay. And then I would say a lot of people, I don't know if other things, I should know, I should know, I scratched actually. Let's start again, yeah, yeah, yeah. So TikTok number two, okay, number one for me is LinkedIn. That's for me too. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you're gonna yeah, miss yeah. out LinkedIn. I forgot about Link- LinkedIn. LinkedIn, LinkedIn, LinkedIn Did you know what? I feel like if you're not on LinkedIn, yeah. Get on it because you can get headhunted on there. You can literally, if you want to follow a certain yeah, career path, you can just look on someone's profile and yeah. say, "Oh, this is what this is where you studied. This is what you did. I can do similar things." It's such an easy blueprint because before yeah. I feel like your experience and stuff was secretive. Like yeah. it was CVs. You got to yeah. email it. It's private. Do you know? What I mean? Now it's all out there. It's, it's I love such, it. It's such a powerful profile. So such a powerful. Um, uh, it's called social media platform. It's so mm, powerful. Mm. You can literally. You can, you can like you can actually make money from it. Like yeah, like, LinkedIn's brilliant. Joke, like you can actually change your life. Yeah. Um, companies now, 
primarily, in my experience, companies now primarily try to find people for their, like, try to find employees on LinkedIn. Like, always. So, LinkedIn is the place that, that you headhunt from. Like, they've been killing Indeed and that sort of stuff. And at the same time, they're competing with um, uh, Facebook. and Yeah, because people post personal, it's like an open diary as well on LinkedIn. Yeah. People post open stuff because professional yeah the the thing is it's interesting because i think people cross paths with professionalism but also inspirational content Mm. motivational i see people post weight loss journeys on there or if they've you know survived cancer or something people are posting things that can just give you like an uplifting moment it's becoming more human that's that's the thing like when it comes to content in general it it needs to be valuable for the audience Mm. and the thing about linkedin is that the content majority of the content on LinkedIn is valuable for the listener. Mm-hmm. And that's why um, statistics show that people scroll on down their LinkedIn feeds a lot slower than they do with everything else. Yeah. So that means they're taking in the information that oh, they're actually it? looking at. Whereas on Instagram, Instagram it's flick, like, flick, flick. Do you know what I mean? And a, a lot of these platforms, you just, you just flick and just the, go. Honestly. LinkedIn, you actually stop and you look and read. Yeah. So, and the thing about LinkedIn as well, what people don't realise, as much as it's a very, very big platform, it's mm. very big, it's still in its infancy. Not everyone is on LinkedIn yet. Yeah, no. So if somebody wants to become a LinkedIn influencer... It's easy. And, yeah, and write articles and those things, you can blow very quickly. I think we're on the way to becoming LinkedIn influencers. I'm just putting it out there into the universe right yeah, now. You heard it here first. I, I think, because <laughs> I think you've got, like, I think your profile's good. Like, Thank I look you. at your profile and I think, yeah, this, Thank is, this, this is an incredible Thank profile. You. The thing is, is that as much as my profile is good, I know that I can make Do it better. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've actually done LinkedIn training for all, like, all kinds really? of executives. Yeah, like, yeah. Like that actually was part of my job. Okay, so tell me, like, what what type of I guess hints and tips? This is exciting. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what what type of tips and stuff yeah. um, would you give out there for LinkedIn? Because I I'm yeah. I'm here giving LinkedIn, you know, one to one sessions and training, but I might yeah. I might can learn more from you. So tell me. So um, you have to post regularly. Yeah. You think so? Well, when I say regularly, um, some people post on LinkedIn. This is something I don't do. Then mm-hmm. um, I don't post regularly. Some people post a LinkedIn like once every like uh two months. Yeah. Two months. Do you know what I mean? When I say post regularly, I mean like post like at least twice a week or something really? like that. Really? Or maybe less. Maybe less, maybe less, maybe okay. less. But like once a week at least minute like minimum. Because if you don't post at all and you're never posting, you're not going to do you know what I mean? Like mm. drive up your like your numbers that much. There are certain people that um that their numbers are really high on LinkedIn when they post and they're LinkedIn influencers and you can see that because they continuously post. Mm. Um, The other thing is sharing content. Um, If you haven't got anything to say, Mm. uh, feel free to share content and uh, leave a comment on them. Mm, mm, Do that more than you post your own content. mm. So if you want to hold people, that's a way to hold people. Another thing is make sure you complete your profile. If you complete your profile, um, you get something that LinkedIn called an all-star profile. Mm. It makes you come up on people's searches a lot mm. faster and easier because you have the information that's there. It's like SEO, basically, mm, like search mm, engine optimization. Mm-hmm. So if someone's searching for um, social media professionals, they press mm. social media, your name that could come up, well, you won't because there's so many. But do you get where I'm coming from? Like, Well, actually, yeah. sorry, this is a random note. I've got something to tell you yeah. <laughs> on that. Um, the... 
I, sorry, I went on holiday, you know, in March, whatever, and I met some ladies from um, Canada or Wisconsin, one somewhere in the pool, and I gave them yeah. my first name, and that's it. These ladies have found me on LinkedIn. Wow. They found me. Don't you think that's crazy? I didn't give them my, my surname, yeah. my job title, my company. I gave them my first name in the pool. That means they didn't know the spelling because yeah. it was in the pool drinking. And then they both DM me on, on LinkedIn saying, hey, wow. I met you in the pool in Cancun. So I'm like, maybe yeah. my SEO, I don't know what they typed in. You know what it is, yeah? You know what it is, yeah? As I said, the two things that I think about that, yeah, is that, okay, for me, I know you're active on LinkedIn, mm. yeah? And as I said, it's still in its infancy to a way that mm. someone is active, they can occupy that space quite quickly and mm. easily at this moment in time. You could become a LinkedIn influencer within a month. Do you get what I mean? Mm. Um, so that could be one. The other one could be just that they don't know any other listeners. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Idea, no but yeah, sorry, I interrupted yeah. you. No, like, fine, so, so post regularly, make sure your profile is complete. That's vital. Yeah. Uh, and that means, and as well, you have your headline, a catch will... That's an eye-catching headline. Let me see your headline again. Oh yeah, I, I literally just changed mine recently. Let's see what yours is, and I'm and I, I'll tell you guys what mine is as well. I quite like mine. Mine's a bit long though. Also, yeah, my profile is not an example of a great LinkedIn profile because so, there are things that I need to do. You got a good profile picture. Thank it's, you. it's very like I'm ready to take over the world. Yeah. So you social media disruptor, founder yeah. of Tape. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's your one. Very simple. Fair mine's enough. mine's really um extra, but whatever. Oh, that's good. Mine's connecting underrepresented communities to career opportunities within career marketing oh, and sex. Slash DI consultant, slash career consultant, slash talent attraction and DI strategist. I'm yeah. annoying. And hashtag black create connect. No, honestly, yeah. mine's very long. And hold on, how yeah. how do you know someone's a a LinkedIn influencer? Do they have to have a certain amount of followers? Um, so now you have to be able to be in a position whereby, um, you have to, first of all, you have to create a LinkedIn creator account. So you need to change your account to be a LinkedIn creator Ooh, account. Oh, how, how do I do that? Do uh, I, do? I can't tell you now, actually, because LinkedIn, <laughs> LinkedIn actually asked me, do you want a creator account? And I clicked yes. Oh, they asked you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe, how, how do they ask you in your DMs? I don't know. Um, I was doing something on my LinkedIn account and they asked me. But, really? But, but, um... It's probably somewhere in your settings. I couldn't tell you right now, but okay, okay. a lot of it is just I I go in and I just look at it and I say, okay, I was there. I'll just show you it is. But okay. it, will be hard, it won't be hard to find. Okay, so to so become a LinkedIn influencer, for those that want yeah. to know. So create LinkedIn create account. Okay, and then what else? Then just like make sure you've got the so you, minimum 500 connections as well. Okay. So you have to make sure that you connect with everyone who you've met professionally. Mm-hmm. Me, I try to make sure that I only add people that I've met. If I haven't met someone... Um, I've at least spoken to them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Communicate with them. We've had some kind of chat mm. like online or something like that. But I do add people that I haven't met a, right. a lot more nowadays. Yeah. I do accept that. I do do that. But um, well, my rule when I first started LinkedIn was to add people I meet. And the reason why I did that and I like doing that is because to make sure I get that 500, I kept on meeting people when I don't need a business card anymore. Mm. I was like, oh, let me connect with you in LinkedIn. And I just started meeting a lot of people and I started to realise later on, okay, mm. my network is quite, quite decent. It's mm. quite decent and it's mm. getting better as time's going on. So mm. um, to make sure that you do build your network, just try to add everybody that you do meet on mm. a business level mm. or even on a level that you think that the two of you can help mm. each other. Do you know what? I love LinkedIn for that purpose as well because you can physically see your network over yeah. time that 
you know, has been built. And also, I love giving people that reference because people message me, you know, sometimes the man then messaged me on Instagram about their career. I said, is it? They connect me on LinkedIn. Yeah. LinkedIn, LinkedIn, LinkedIn. That is everything. Like, literally, yeah. when I tweet, I say, if anyone's got any questions, connect with me on LinkedIn because I know that that's the platform that when I'm responding to people, I'm in the mindset for work or whatever it is, you know. So it's just, it's just an easy... And what I love also is the fact that you can connect your company's websites, your personal websites, um, your email addresses. You just have all your contact information and everything in one place. Yeah. I think it's brilliant. It it's is. my favourite. It's great. It's great. I'm, I'm a big fan of LinkedIn. Um, like, even as you see, like, um, when I posted about tape on LinkedIn. Yeah, you got ooh. a lot of, a lot of attention. Right, right now, the, um, like, it's on about 10,000, um, what do you call what? Them, um, impressions. That's amazing. I don't even have that many, like, people that I'm connected to. LinkedIn, I feel like, shares your content the most out of all platforms because yeah. you can see people's, like, activity, yeah. likes, comments, yeah. and, like, I get notified. Say I like a post. I yeah. get notified that someone else yeah. liked it. Do you have a premium? Do you have a premium? Um, I do. Content? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Because, yeah, with that, you're going to, yeah, okay, obviously, you're going to have one. But um, <laughs> uh, with that, yeah, you get, you get more information. So yeah. I don't get as much information as you get. Like, I don't... Mm. You know, wouldn't, you, wouldn't even tell me everyone who's viewed my profile. And I, I saw that my it. profile was viewed... Yeah. My profile was viewed a hell of a lot over the last week. Is and more it? than it's ever been viewed before, ever. And I couldn't see everybody. And that's... Yeah. The, and, like, LinkedIn itself. So it... I don't... Like, some... Some platforms are a bit overbearing when they do that. So yeah. sometimes Twitter will tell you, okay, this person is tweeted because you like this person it's annoying yeah, yeah your friend has liked yeah, this post yeah, and it's like why are you doing that but when LinkedIn does that it's interesting thinking, yeah it's interesting like, let me have a look so that's yeah. what I was talking about in terms of behaviour yeah because yeah, it's not yeah. intrusive when LinkedIn yeah, does that but when Twitter all. does that it's definitely intrusive so for those that don't have LinkedIn because I know that there's a lot of people even in the Black Crate Connect group there's a lot of people that are not fully fully properly on there yeah. and there's a lot of um, graduates that or people in university that don't are not familiar with, with LinkedIn. So where would you tell them to start? What's their starting point? You know, what are the key things that they need to include, like content-wise, yeah. on their LinkedIn and everything? First thing I'll say start on is making sure that everything on your CV, yeah, is on your LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it would have to be a bit different from your CV. Mm. But make sure you put that information on your LinkedIn. Mm. Um, first things first. Um, make sure you've got a, a professional photo. Don't have a photo of you chilling in the beach. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> I've yeah. said this so many yeah. times. Yeah, you got a or photo a of you. Cool. Yeah, yeah, with a cocktail. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, if you got a photo of you in a suit, you've got a photo of you in a work environment. If you got a photo of you giving a public speech, you got a photo of you doing something where you look really, you know, yeah. professional. Put that up there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And let people see. So give your give the vibe of who you are. Um, then after you've done those, those are just the basics. Mm -hmm. When you've done that, then you build on everything else. But mm. just get the basics down first, then build everything else. Ask people as you go mm. along. Um, obviously, um, one thing I'll say to people that have been on LinkedIn, been on LinkedIn for a while and they're trying to like level up a bit, is give reviews mm. and ask for reviews as well. Mm, the recommendations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. recommendations. Yeah. It is 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 important to give recommendations mm -hmm. because it positions you. Mm -hmm. as somebody whose opinion matters, mm -hmm. especially when you're getting more senior, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. recommendations will come because, you know I mean, you ask people as well, no one's really going to say, nah, I'm not giving you a LinkedIn recommendation. Yeah. And when you, you want people to give you a LinkedIn recommendation, I advise that you write it yourself 
if they're not going to write it, you write it yourself and ask them to just post it and just spin it up because a lot of people are going to be like, yeah, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, I can't, I can't be bothered. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you, you know how people think about you. You know how people think of you. So you say, this would work if, I, if you said this. So write it and give it to them and say, oh, um, mm. can you do recommendations for me? And be like, um, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll do one. Say, okay, I've written it. Uh, here it is. Is it okay <laughs> if you post this? And like, all right. You know, you're forward. I've never done that before. Do you know yeah. what? I've, I find the best, the best time for me to request recommendations is when you compliment me. Because that works sometimes yeah. when we've just finished a project and someone might say, listen, you did really good. I'm like, do you mind writing me a recommendation for that? Yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. do it. I'll do it right away. I'll yeah. be like, you're, as, as you feel it. Because yeah. if I ask you months later when I've left yeah. the job, you're probably going to forget about how you felt in that of moment. Course. Course. So I would advise anyone that if you've just finished a project, if a client has just said, thank you so much, great thank you do you mind just writing this because it doesn't cost them anything Not and they usually yeah. they might they can copy and paste maybe what they said to you in email as well so yeah but that's a good shout as well yeah <laughs> no, is ahead of the game right. boy. the thing is the timing is, is vital yeah timing's key it's vital and i wouldn't say people should just wait for somebody to do that because mm. it doesn't have to come from that person that you're thinking it could come mm. from anybody mm. just because you haven't done a great project for michael doesn't mean that um sandra you didn't do a great project for Sandra. You just thought mm. you've done a great project for Sandra. Ask mm. Sandra. Then ask Michael later when mm. you do a good project for exactly. Michael. Exactly. So, you know what I mean? The time will come with whoever. Like, mm. you might, one person might not be feeling you, but the other person is. So, yeah. work with the one that is. Yeah. So, okay. So, so we've covered LinkedIn a lot and I want to focus, I know LinkedIn's great and everything, but yeah. we ain't getting paid to be promoting your platform, LinkedIn. So if you yeah, want to exactly. be, if, if you want to be sponsoring, then you can. But yeah. let's let's talk about tape because that's what yeah. it's about right now. Yeah. So we was talking about um, voice note and how you send sick yeah. voice notes, apparently. No, I, I, don't, I was just enjoying it. I enjoy my voice notes and the people that receive it. Okay. And we're more than them, so. Yeah. <laughs> you like the, sound of, like the sound of your own voice? Yeah. I do too. <laughs> so this is perfect for us. Um, <laughs> so, okay, so talk to us about the, pl- about the platform. Where are we at with it? What's the, so 90 second voice notes. Yeah. How is that going to work? What's the, what's it going to look like and feel like? Okay, so basically, um, everyone who you follow mm-hmm. is going to come up on your homepage mm-hmm. and it has the autoplay function. So what would happen is, um, you'll just look at your, like, you, you go on it, first thing you do is you press autoplay mm. and it'll just run them. Mm. So if you follow very random things, so if you're following um, someone talking about uh, buy insurance or, you know, mm. um, you know, uh, like, it will help you, I think you should do that. Or, like, mm. uh, say, someone say them, look, giving your meter reading today because mm. things are blah, 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 do you know what I mean? Mm. Or someone is just busting joke, like, mm. you know, um, just making, like, just random jokes on mm. a regular basis and getting people's reactions and, and mm-hmm. laughing about it. I love it. that. I love this yeah. idea. Or like, it could be somebody that's like, um, like a music artist saying, look, mm. listen to like, play about 30 seconds of their yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. Say, listen to the full thing on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be a podcast. It could be this podcast on like, yeah, showing like, just yeah. 30, like a good little snippet of this podcast. Yeah. And say the full thing's here and let yeah. me know what you think if you like it. Um, so all of these things can come up on your homepage okay. and there'll be topics as well that you can follow that can come up on your homepage as well. Um, then there'll be a explore page that would have the topics that you're interested in. Okay. So on that explore page, um, you can just go on it and you can press autoplay on the topics as well. So, I'm visualizing everything right now, you know, yeah. like in my head, it's yeah. crazy. It's I, I can see, you can see it. Yeah. So we've got, we've got the wireframes of how they look like anyway. So we know how they I look like. I love that. You okay. know what I mean? And um, at this moment in time, they've been mocked up before, 
but I'm getting them mocked up again just to make sure that they look exactly how they're supposed to look. And that's mm-hmm. going to go back to the dev to make it exactly like that because mm. the I had an old dev that done it mm. and the code he done, I didn't necessarily like the way it was done. Mm. And that's another thing that happens in business as well. Mm. Like for anybody listening, um, recruitment and the right person doing it is oh. vital. It's vital. It's not, it's not easy. It's not yeah. easy. And the thing is, the guy was working, putting in the work around the clock, but I just felt like that person wasn't right. And the person I got now doing that is perfect. So, yeah. It takes time to find yeah, out people to do things. Of course. And it's a skill. Yeah. Once you get that skill and you know what you're looking for, it's mm-hmm. something you can take with you going forward as mm-hmm. well. So mm-hmm. I kind of have a better idea as to what kind of attitude mm. I need for tape to go forward. Mm. So, um, therefore, um, so I was saying, so it will have that explore page where mm. you can have the autoplay on there as well. Mm. And what we're going to integrate in the explore page as well is debates. Okay. Yeah. I'm liking where this is going. Yeah. Okay. So the way in which debates would work, yeah, it will be something like, um, uh, let's say, Tottenham are playing Arsenal. Yeah. I always used to exa- use this example. Yeah. yeah. I always use this example all the time. So like what happens with these voice notes, yeah, is, it upvotes and downvotes, mm. almost like the Daily Mail mm. comment section. Not that I read that, mm. but like, um, so the ones with the most upvotes mm. will be at the top, and the ones with like that don't get that much engagement will be at the bottom. Will normally mm. that gives mm. upvotes or downvotes. People give downvotes to be at the bottom. So the purpose of that is that the cream rises to the top. So if someone's making good voice notes, everyone's able to see those good voice notes and like hear them. Someone's making ones that are not necessarily right they will be at the bottom if you really want to you can scroll to the bottom and listen to the rubbish ones and enjoy mm, the rubbish mm, ones mm. but if you don't want to you can stay at the top and listen to ones mm. that are interesting so when you press autoplay on mm. the debates it will go back and forth it will go That's back and so forth good. so one argument for and against for and against for and against back and forth and the purpose of that is because we live in a world where people have such polarising like perspectives yeah, yeah and I feel like even if you have a perspective if you want to perfect your argument, you have to be able to understand the other side. Hundreds, yeah. Yeah, and if yeah. you do understand the other side, obviously you will learn something. Do you yeah, get what I mean? Yeah. Like, because everybody has their perspective of where they're coming I love, from. I love that aspect of just, of having the debates on the platform as well, you know. Mm. Um, just exactly for the reason that you said about seeing different perspectives, because I feel like with, 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 <laughs> Instagram or with other social media platforms actually let me just highlight Instagram it's either um, when someone posts something it's either we clap and we chair or someone puts their opinion and it gets a bit the debate's not done in a healthy way yeah. it becomes an argument in the comments yeah. if that makes sense that's yeah. what I've, I've seen but having that way of there's two sides to this opinion or this topic mm-hmm. and these are, the, these are the, the different perspectives no one's right or wrong mm-hmm. I like that actual aspect instead of just going back and forth in the comments and people liking then blocking then you have a troll coming on yeah and, it's too the much thing, the thing is the thing is one thing that like in the social world that we live today mm. yeah, everything you do and say is presumed as permanent mm. you get what I'm from? everything you do and say is presumed as permanent like I might express an opinion mm. on this podcast mm. I'll go home I'll learn something and then I don't have the yeah, yeah. I've completely changed. Yeah. We change every day, yeah. every moment, all the time. So there is nothing that people put on social media that should be perceived as permanent. I agree. Like nothing. 
I agree. That's my perspective. I agree. So, yeah. do you know what I mean? There could be something that's, do you know what I mean? Like, there are, don't get me wrong, there are people that are deep in their views, deep in what they say. Yeah. But, like, in my experience, I might be right, I might be wrong, but in my experience, I don't necessarily, I think everybody changes all the time. I agree. And you're supposed to. That's why I don't, and I'm gonna, I might get hate for this, but whatever. Um, I don't agree with this cancel culture when people, when tweets are like brought up from like 10 years ago. Yeah. And I'm like, do you know what I used to wear 10 years ago or yeah. how I used to think or, you know, yeah. you, you change, people change. And, people and, and I remember when I first started my job at Engine, I actually privatised my tweeting account because mm. I was thinking, oh my gosh, I don't know what I said like 10 years ago. Then I was like, actually, I don't really if care. they were to come to me, if any company was to say to me, oh, listen, you said this five years ago, I'll be like, you're ridiculous because this is yeah. an opinion that I had five years ago. So much can change yeah. in that time. And yeah. I I think it's okay to be open about your change and who yeah. you are today. I hope that I'm not the same person that I am today, you know, in 10 years time, five years time. I hope there's some type if of growth. You, if you was, that would be very scary. That's a scary thing not so, to grow. I remember, so this is something that I look at in terms, this is something I spoke to you about, one guy, very smart guy. Um, we're talking about like... um. We're talking about like growth. I was saying that, like, you know what? I'm like still me, do you know what I mean? I'm still James, you know what I mean? I'm not like mm. different from, like, I haven't mm. switched up on everybody. Mm. And he goes, you have changed. And I was like, no, I haven't. He says, okay, so he says to me, when you were 18, yeah, mm. if someone put a million pounds in your hand, would you spend it the same way you'll spend it now? No. And when I thought about that, yeah. I would spend it in such it's, a different way. It's, it's just, it's unthinkable. Tell so, me how. Oh, um, the obvious reasons, obviously you know how to invest it. One, mm. you'll know how to make it into more money and mm. you would cherish it in a different way because mm. of all the lessons you've learned. Mm. But at that one moment when he said that to me, this happened like years ago, mm. but at one moment he said to me, it just really dawned on me how much I had changed. Mm. And I was proud of it. I was proud of it immediately. I was thinking, nah, why would I want to have that same mind yeah, that I had to know yeah, yeah. that? Do you know what? It's like I, I, I get quite sensitive when people assume that I'm the same person mm. that I was. I mean, I used to get sensitive. Now, I'm part, I'm, I actually don't care. And I actually read a book um, called Psycho-Cybernetics a little while back, maybe like a year ago. And it actually spoke about the fact that you have the power to teach people how to treat you there and then. So even if people have traditionally known you to be, yeah. you know, this type of person, you can change that. You can, yeah. like if people say, oh yeah, you're always, you're always the one in the in the party, getting yeah. down in the middle and, yeah. you know, doing this. You don't need to, if you don't do it, yeah. then t people are not going to say that about yeah. you. It's true. And the thing is, there are always, there, there are also things about yourself that you don't want to change that yeah. you want to keep as yourself yeah, um, yeah. and that, that's the staples yeah, anchor yeah. Yeah. so like you know that that's going to be you and yeah. that's okay as well yeah. um, but the thing is is like um, if someone perceives you in a certain light mm. and they want to keep you in that that say light that they do perceive you mm. that's their problem it's, it's not really yours if that 100%. makes sense so it's like that's them not growing yeah not well, me it is it is yeah. them not growing in a sense and and it's a shame because you know, it's just a shame pe for them. People, isn't it? But people sometimes people feed into that, yeah. and, pe and people feel like 
because there's this view of me by a certain amount of people yeah. you know I have to be like this because or this is who I am some people it's, think like that it's, you know it's up to them it's up to them yeah. like because you're going to do what you're going to do anyway yeah like once you've built certain habits certain att- attributes certain um, things certain mm. mentalities mm. that's how you're going to approach life mm. like the majority of people live life on autopilot mm-hmm. so you create your autopilot mm-hmm. you create the destination the direction in which you're going in mm. and you just run with it mm. if your morals are a certain way and you're going on autopilot everything you're going to do is what you think is the best thing to do in that moment mm-hmm. in time because you've got to make quick decisions in life exactly yeah. so if they're seeing that and they're interpreting it in a way that they want to see it and they're making it out how they want to make it, and they're mm. telling people that's how it is. After a while, when people start to notice that what that person has percepted, perceived of you mm. is inaccurate, it's dangerous for them because then people start to question everything they've said. Like, what does that person have a good read on people at all? Mm. So I would advise people not to label anybody, if, mm. even if you think someone's a wrong one and they do something wrong. Mm. Like, it could be like, mm. but I wouldn't necessarily, like myself... Like, I just find it, it's just dangerous to, like, really, like, to label someone as whatever. Well, yeah, and, and that's why I think having biases is wrong. And that's that's what I teach anyway, like, in my training stuff that I was yeah. telling you about earlier. Like, because if you have a bias, if you have an opinion of someone based on your bias, you can wrongly treat that person, like, yeah. like completely. And that can make them feel unincluded, that can, that can really make them feel uncomfortable you won't get the best out of them if you portray your biases on that person so it's you're right it's always good to just meet someone fresh no matter what what you might think or Mm. what someone else has told you Mm. i i don't like it when people say oh yeah by the way watch out for this and this and this person let me just see for myself of course (laughs) let me just see of course the thing is yeah i won't necessarily go i like one thing i say is obviously people shouldn't be naive isn't it like Mm. Sometimes there isn't, sometimes, a lot of times, actually not even sometimes, there's no smoke without fire, isn't it? But at the same time, because this is a debate, isn't it? It's a back and forth thing. Like I might say something, I might even change my mind on how I think about this tomorrow, but I would give people the benefit of the doubt. Also at the same time, when it does come to biases, my perspective is uh, when it comes to biases, if, like I feel everybody is biased to a certain degree. Like no matter what Yeah, because you're raised in a certain way so like say for example if i'm from uh the north yeah Mm -hmm. and then um i find it more comfortable around people from the north Mm. because we can make jokes about things about the north Mm. so therefore i would always favor i tend to favor people from the north Mm. but then i get a brief come through and it's dealing with um uh Turkish people in mm. London. Mm. Uh, how am I going to know about Turkish people in London? But then the brief is worth a lot of money mm. and I've got a very influential company mm. and I want to get that brief from Turkish people, from Turkish people in London. Mm. So what the companies tend to do is they will probably get a Turkish person from London, mm. put them in front of the brief mm. and then show the company that, oh, okay, we're, you know, we know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as the thing happens... They discard that Turkish from London mm. and work on it as they do. I think the best way for all companies to be able to handle that is to actually have a diverse set of people. I don't necessarily think that you need... Obviously, I think in work, you need to have people around you that you get on with mm. and that you really like. Mm. But I think 
if it's people that you're just literally there to have fun jokes and a laugh with, mm. like only and solely that, how are you, when are you working? Do you get what I'm coming from? Mm, like when are you working? Mm. I feel like the most important thing for companies, the most important mentality for companies to have is a purpose and a destination. Mm. If everybody agrees that, okay, what we're trying to do here, we're trying to achieve X, Y, and Z, everybody pulls through to do that. Um, there'll be moments where there'll be friction. There'll be moments where there'll be um, whatever. Do you know what I mean? If you look at football teams, they have friction, they have mm. all of that. But when they win, they're all hugging and kissing each mm. other. Do you get mm. where I'm coming from? Mm. So it's like, if you have that des- if you have that mentality and that destination, um, diversity is a strength. But yeah. if you don't have that destination and you're just getting on doing lardy da stuff, you are probably going to have the same... Well, just everyone just being the same and that's just how it would run yeah I mean I think most companies are coming to, to the realisation now that it's important to have a diverse mindsets experience cultures in to feed into your workplace because let's face it like I the reason why some people might ask and think how come you're not doing BAME or you're not doing like um, all diversity for you know for you're only doing Black Create Connect it's because I, I understand the black community. Mm. Like I can't talk for really, I can't talk for any other community. But what I would love to do is have a blueprint to empower another leader within another community to do what I'm doing, if that makes sense. Yes. But yeah, go, go, going back to what you were saying, like I definitely feel like, you know, having diverse minds and everything in the workplace, it helps to feed into so many different things. In regards to, um, you mentioned a point earlier on, and I'm, I'm trying to remember what you said about not being naive, mm. basically, to, and and actually like saying there's no smoke without a fire and everything. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but I also feel like I'm all about um, being a thermostat. And what I mean by that is, even if someone comes with a certain energy and they are smoky, whatever. If you maintain your energy, your values, your morals, how you work and everything, it's really going to be difficult for them to affect you. It's going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. Not, not that they can't, but yeah. it's just going to be hard. But mm-hmm. I feel like if you go into the situation with a preconceived mindset that, oh, this person's like this, let me get ready for a fight. You might get into a bit of a scuff. You might. I completely agree with that. Yeah, too. so. I, I completely agree yeah. with that. But at the same time, I, f- I feel like if someone shows you who they are, like believe them. Mm. Do you get what I'm coming from? Yeah, yeah. But um, you, don't, you don't need to fight them though, because there's no. people that show you that they're snakes and like, okay, you're a snake, yeah. all right, fantastic, great. I think I, know. I think the best way to respond to that is just to get your head down on work. Yeah, that's my way to respond to it. To mm. get your head down on work because yeah, that's all I've ever yeah. done. Just yeah. If I'm if, some, if I feel like there's some friction with me and a colleague or whatever, or someone doesn't like me, I just get my head down on work. Yeah, just. But, uh, yeah, that's not really, avoid them not unless really unless I mean unless unless I have to work with you. Yeah. If you are a nuisance at workplace, I really do avoid you because you know I believe yeah. in protecting your peace. You know, 100%. but um, back to, okay, it's so about to tape as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're gonna have so you've got everything in place for it, like the wireframe and everything. Yeah. Where are you at now in the journey, and where? Do you predict to be saying it in a year's time? I'm keeping it short because yeah. five five years is, is, is long. But no, of course. Less- so these things like grow really quickly. Like they they expect it to grow really quickly. So what I'm planning to do is to have the first iteration done. Mm. Um, probably within the next two months. I don't want to put a time. I don't want to put a date on it because 
I believe in putting it out when it's ready, not mm. now. Mm. And when I say ready, like it's going to be a first iteration, so it's not going to be absolutely perfect. It's mm. just going to be functional for people to use. Mm. And I want to get a certain amount of users mm. that I can use to show investors that this thing, people like it. Mm. Then I'll get investment from that. And that investment would be to for marketing for mm. all kinds of stuff mm. to even like open it out to certain to different markets or whatever mm. or like to the, my target exactly what I want. Mm. Then what I want to start doing is um launch parties. Mm. Reason why launch parties. Don't forget me when you have those launch parties. Of you know, not. no way. <laughs> how, how, how can I? So um, reason why I say that that's important is because say like with Instagram, mm. Instagram did like instant meets and that sort of stuff. Mm. It is very important to create a culture around your app 100. very early on around your social media um, community, just so that people kind of know what is... What it's about. Yeah, what, yeah. like, you know, what what is about, like, mm. what, you know, like, Instagram controls what good content is and what bad content is. Well, not mm. controls, but they, they influence it. Mm. Um, same as all of them. Obviously, you can't have full control. People are going to do what they're going to do, but at least you can encourage people to, like, you know, get involved and do it in a certain way. So I'll be doing those um, and... Uh, I'm primarily going to work off word of mouth and events mm. because I don't think something like this, like you don't like advertise it like that kind of, like that. Like mm. how many years did it take for any social media company to have an advert mm. like above the line? Mm -hmm. So I'll just, I'll, 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 I'll do that. And then um, I'll make sure the app is, I want the part of the funding is to make sure the app is, is solid. Yeah, so I need, and yeah, yeah. I need maintenance. Yeah. So I need to make sure that there's someone working on it around the clock. So yeah. if something breaks, someone can fix it as mm. soon as possible. Um, if somebody's reported content, people can go and remove that content as soon as possible. Mm. So like there's abuse or anything like that, or anything yeah, yeah, going it, can on be... it can be gone. Um, and just to regulate the platform mm. and have money, f I want to make sure that, that those, well, I've already got those budgets in place. Yeah. But I want to make sure that that's all covered. Um, mm. up until we do so that second iteration that's when it starts to become that full flesh that yeah. the third inter iteration is when we start to monetize the app right. and I hope that we can get to that third iteration yeah. by next year that's my hope mm. I like to get there because these things move quickly so mm. I would love to get to that third iteration next year mm. where we actually start to monetize it and there are plenty of ways that in which that we do intend to monetize it mm. but that's for the investors for the investors. So, so who, how, how are you going to do this? Is it crowdfunding or are you going to do like approach uh, specific investors or are you just waiting for, waiting for them to come to you? Um, the... I do want VCs. Um, I want VCs. Um, and uh, I would prefer that. So what I've done, I've actually built this app in um, to my developers are all in Ghana. And some in Nigeria. I love that. Ghana, You're yeah. using our people. Yeah. Are, are you Ghanaian, yeah. by the way? Yeah, I'm Ghanaian, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'll tell you the reason why yeah, I've done that. Part of the reason why I've done it, yeah, is okay. because... Um, so when Instagram came out, Uber, um, Facebook... Well, actually, no, I'll go after Facebook. Mm. Post-Facebook, all the apps that came out, mm. they were all around, like, Stanford... MIT, trying to get people from Stanford, MIT. Mm. So they were trying to get that, the, the hungry people mm. that were there, mm. to, to the coders to come and work for them. Mm. Um, and they were, the, the coders that were hungry mm. were spoiled for choice. So if you're a startup like Instagram or you're a startup like, um, uh, what's it called, um, Uber, mm. trying to convince those coders to, to choose you over Google or Facebook, 
It's gonna be hard. Yeah, yeah it'll be very difficult, and mm. it just it wasn't working that way. But when you go to West Africa, and you go to the best coda, the best of the best, the top ones, you mm. tell them, look, come and start, come and work for my startup. Mm. They don't say no. They see. The but how do you find do good ones? Because I have tried to find um, people in yeah. Nigeria that yeah. could code and whatever. And I've had difficulties because like, I remember I got, tried to get someone to do the brand of Black Crate Connect. Yeah. And they weren't, their style wasn't where I wanted it to be. It, yeah. it to be. And then the coder, his, he wasn't doing what I needed him to do. So how did you, how did you get through the so vetting? And the thing is, yeah, one thing that people need to look for in terms of that. Okay, for me, it's easy for me because obviously that is my background. I went to school in Ghana for a year as well. Oh, so, did you? Yeah, so I kind of understand. Like Edmund as well. That's yeah. Okay, no, cool. no Edmund's oh. from, from last episode, that's why. Okay, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. So I kind of get the culture to a point where right. it's easy for me to be able to communicate with him. But mm. it's important that you work with someone that is good with communication. Yeah. And good with letting you know, like, it's, that's just the, that's the most important thing. Mm, that mm. They, they, they're transparent. Right. So if there's a problem, they let you know there's a problem. Yeah. Like early, and you can try to fix it as soon as you can. Yeah. If do you know what I mean, they might be the best code in the world, but if they're not communicating with you and like you can't fix problems together, yeah, it's never gonna work. Yeah. So I I think a lot of times people look at coders. I think it's important that they have skills and they have like that certain like um uh particularness about what they're doing, mm. but. The soft skills is very important to mm, being able to get a good coder. And mm. a lot of coders don't have, a lot of coders, there's a, there are a lot of coders without a lot of soft skills because it's quite a, it's quite a, a job where you're on your yeah. own. Isn't it? Like it's a job where you're sitting down at that. It's quite mm. a, you put your headphones on, focus and do what you're doing. Mm. So it's, is so once you find one that, yeah, in the yeah. world, so once you find one with soft skills, you found one that is unique and mm. really good. Mm-mm. Um, so for me, I kind of know what kind of soft skills I'm looking for when it mm. comes to a coder mm. that is in mm. West Africa. Mm. And I I also seek ambition. Mm. Yeah, because mm. if, they, if they want, like, if they really want to, like, grow, they, yeah, grow and do things. That. Is that yeah. what I mentioned earlier in terms mm. of, like, um, if you've got a team of people that know what the, the, the ambition is, what the target is. But you're going to get there. Yeah, yeah you'll get yeah. there. Like, everyone pulls together to do it. Yeah. Whereas... It doesn't matter whether they're, do you know what I mean? Whereas if it's just your friend. I don't care. And you're chilling, yeah? It's your friend. It's just every day you come in, you get a paycheck and bust joke. Yeah. Like, as much as that's cool and it's fun. Like, you're not going to get anywhere. No. Nah, yeah, that's what I you agree. do if you're coasting. Yeah. If you're trying to achieve something, mm. then you have to, you know, like yeah. the people in the room have to be really ambitious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you, Alicia. Yeah. I'm not lying to you, right? <laughs> you're actually going to be a millionaire. Like, I feel it. I'm like, because this idea yeah. is so, I feel like it's the right time. It's perfect yeah. timing. Because, because, because you've got to be a millionaire. Because, because, million, oh, billionaire then, trillionaire. Okay, no, okay, okay, sorry. Look at this egotistical. I'm saying, I'm, <laughs> I'm talking millionaire to lifestyle. That's not enough. I'm saying, we, I'm no, saying, but it's true. Saying. Okay, you want yeah. more? Honestly, I feel like this app is going to blow massively. And I'm Thank so, you. I feel so privileged and so excited to have you now in my network as well. Thank you. Like, and have you on the, on the podcast and talk about, you know, the the story, the reasoning, like, you know, behind that. It makes so much sense. Mm. And I feel Thank like we're, we're, we're coming to, um, 
Look, we're getting to a time like socially where um, audio is much more popular mm. as well. So this is perfect timing. That's one thing actually to, to follow on that is one of the main things that I did want for this app is the ease of creating content. Yeah. Like if you're creating content on Instagram or even Facebook, whatever, yeah. If it's, if it's like text only mm. on Twitter, you've got to sit down and think, mm. it's got to sound right. Mm. If it's on um, Instagram, something like you got to really think, oh, I've got to get the angles right, mm. you got to get this, the picture it's and that. <laughs> Whereas on tape, you just get up, press record. And you just, you could be your headscarf in your bed. Yeah. You could be in, got, in the bath. Got, <laughs> it doesn't matter. If you've got a really... Like, I was even just sitting down today, yeah, and I was just voice noting my friends and, like, my girl and that, and I was saying um, just the phrases that came yeah, to my yeah, head. Yeah, And, like, if you've got a good phrase that comes to your head, you can just... An inspirational phrase that comes to your head and you just say it yeah. and just send it and... You know, people can just hear that and yeah, it can actually yeah, be really yeah. valuable. I've done it in somewhere. a group a couple of times as well yeah. where, where I've just where I've just sent like a voice note or something that I felt or wanted to feel inspired yeah. by and it and it, it connects, it reaches, yeah. you know. So That's, people like that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's easy to it's easy to consume. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so one of the things that I didn't I've done to mention, yeah, it's one of the main things that I really want to add to this app is I want it to be accessible on Apple CarPlay and um Android Auto. Okay. So whilst you're driving, you can just, you can just listen and yeah. just go through it. Yeah. It's a vibe. Yeah. I like it. You can go through it and just have a little laugh, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I love it. So I if it's like a music song or something like that, eventually yeah. you should be able to use it yeah. to take you to Spotify or Tidal or Apple yeah, Music, whatever. Yeah. And you can get loads of ads. Yeah. The ads is going to be crazy. Yeah. That's later down. He's after the money. And also it's, yeah. it's a brilliant idea as well. But we have to, we have to wrap up sadly. I'm really sad because I, I really enjoy speaking. I really yeah. love this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Did you like it? I, I did. I did. I did. Yeah. I, I feel like we just got started as well. I know. We just got started. I feel like we need a part two at some point. Yeah. Like we need to do like a check-in yeah. in like six months or whatever and be like, hey, where yeah. are we at now? Like what's happening? Yeah. Let's talk about the progress of, the po of, of you know, tape and, you know, just yeah. have that ongoing relationship. And, um, you know, we'll do all we can to like, you know, help to promote as well and plug. But I, I just want to thank you so much for like taking time out to, to join me, explain about who you are and everything. And I'm giving you all the blessings and the good lucks and everything for the future. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> yeah. I've enjoyed talking. <laughs> no we got worries. To a lot of we got to a lot of topics. We did. Well. We know, did. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. Very bite sized. But um, anyway, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. And I'll see you or speak to you on the next podcast.